This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Visit all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Henshin Inspection. Visit mjmunoz.com slash hi for notes and links, and don't forget to subscribe. Like, share, and comment to help me grow. So the subject of this intro episode of Henshin Inspection is why. Why does this matter? Why do I care about Henshin Heroes? And why are Henshin Heroes important to me? So uh, hopefully I can get this over with pretty quickly, but you know, here's open. Uh, why does this matter? I don't know. It matters because it's something I've been thinking about for decades, probably. Uh, it matters because stories and fiction are important, and it's not because I am an aspiring author. It's because it's the truth, and uh, we tell ourselves we tell ourselves stories every day. We uh, try to participate in stories every day, and I think. What I like most about the Henshin Hero shows is how... I don't know if it's necessarily how clear they make things, but how... I guess it's not about clarity. It's about knowing that there's more than meets the eye. It's about knowing that there's something beneath the surface, I guess. And that feels important to me. Um, all the Henshin Heroes that I like that I've met uh, have a larger message of hope to their stories, whether that's the hope of the incredible power of the Giver unit that enables Shofukumachi to protect himself and his friends, even though he's way in over his head, whether that's the hope of, <laughs> of uh, you know, Comrade One, Takeshi Hongo, as well as Hayato Chimonji, you know, protecting people from shockers, evil plans, whether it's the hope of uh, Goda Yusuke, Kamarader Kuga, um, you know, telling a kid that even he gets scared sometimes and that you can kind of power through your fear with positivity by smiling and by believing and trusting that everything's going to be okay, whether it's the positivity uh, or, or the hope represented by Usagi that no matter how hurt she is, as long as she has love in her heart, she can overcome the things that are hurting her. She can find a way to make things better. And she can also, you know, she can rely on those around her and she can inspire those around her as well to have this echoing, magnifying, harmonizing, resonating effect that uh, will enable them to you know, to live, not just to survive, but to live, to have happiness and to uh, really transcend the things that are shackling them and keeping them down. It's those sorts of things that are important to me. Uh, a lot of the stuff in, in Ultraman, you know, seems to be hinting at that. The Ultraman comic, uh, Rise of Ultraman uh, by Higgins and Groom uh, really speaks to that. SSS.gridman really speaks to that and uh, to the message of hope and to the, I, I don't know, almost just like the importance of life. Like life is so important and 
it might hurt, but if you try to hide from that and if you try to uh, ignore that fact, then you're really missing out and you're just surviving. You're just existing. And that's not good enough. And it's not good enough because, you know, we're judging you or the henchman hero judges you or whatever for that being the state of your life. It's not enough because in your heart, it's not enough. And it leaves this emptiness in you. And that emptiness can be filled with something evil. And uh, it all stems from that loneliness and that not being able to, not embracing, not being willing to perhaps, embracing life. And it's uh, it's a deep, <laughs> it's a deep thing. And it really hits me. And um, like I said, I find it very inspiring. The interesting thing is I found it inspiring since long ago. And maybe it was all the, uh, the flash or flashiness, the sizzle of Power Rangers that pulled me in. But uh, even, even something very important about Kamen Rider me, part of the reason why it's my favorite, is that uh, unlike Ultraman, who comes from a world of light, and things like that. Uh, who is this ascended being? Takeshi Hongo is just a man. And he has his failings. I don't know what they are, because <laughs> he's pretty perfect in the show. But he's just a man, and he could easily have turned and followed Shocker, or turned and ran away, and not been the hero that he needed to be, but or that the world needed, really, to save them from Shocker. But he did that. He stopped, and... He was heroic, and even though his power comes from evil, even though others suffered to give him what he has, he you know if you want to put it in really modern terms, even woke terms, he has a privilege, and that that privilege is something that he uses to defend others, to protect others. Uh, even though I don't believe in all that wokeism stuff. Um, I'm not an advocate of it, I should say. It exists. It exists, but that's, you know, seeing the world as a... Uh, I think it's dangerous. I think the collectivist attitude behind that and seeing people as less than and condescending towards them and becoming a savior to protect them from themselves or whatever is exactly the kind of ideology and the, exactly the kind of thinking that leads to totalitarianism and authoritarianism and uh, shocker-like rule. Anyway, um... Yeah, it's all those things. It's that you can take the power from darkness. You can take the pain and the hurt and the anger. And you can take all these negative things that you've been exposed to. And you can just let them reside in your heart. In a small place. In the corner. Hidden. Or, you know, cowering from the light inside that you build. One step at a time. One good deed at a time one act of loving kindness at a time and you can protect yourself from that darkness that's in you and almost I don't know almost a message of you know there is darkness in everyone and it can be resisted and it should be resisted and fought valiantly and a lot of that especially recently has uh, come more sharply into relief I guess you could say in my spirituality in my personal life and um, as I try to be a better man uh, better husband better father um, as I try to learn more and do more and do more good um, I feel like I'm transforming myself and I feel like I've been 
not stuck on because that's not the right way to phrase it necessarily, but that the idea of transformation, uh, transformation, the idea of transforming, the idea of being able to change from who I am now to who I want to be is, uh, it's rather, it's beautiful and it's, it's, uh, something that keeps me going. And I think the, you know, the eras change. The Heisei era is one thing. The Showa era is another. You know, there are similarities. There are differences. There's overlapping stuff. Some shows are more like this. Some shows are more like that, whatever. Um, you know, there's a variance as you go across them because they were done by different creative teams. And one thing I like a lot about the modern era, uh, common writer, as opposed to the older ones, is that you have these characters who, you know, go through these arcs and... Uh, especially in the better done shows, the point or a sub point to it is that they grow more powerful as they grow more as people, I guess I should say. And the stronger their character becomes, the better the metal is that they're made of, the uh, better they can prove themselves to be as heroes, the more capable they can prove themselves to be as heroes, as warriors of justice, as uh, defenders of life. And I think that's rather a beautiful thing. And I I guess uh, maybe as my spirituality cha has changed and uh, developed, and as I've, you know, watched and examined and analyzed these uh, shows, particularly the common writer shows that I have you know, loved best. Um, just that idea of the transformation uh, has always, or you know, has grown more and more appealing to me. And to some degree, it's that. And uh, there's, you know, I, I try to look at things in a more nuanced way. So there's even a, a secular humanist uh, way you can look at things. But I, uh, I don't think that that's become less and less important to me because. Um, you know, the truth is there are just good things in uh, these Henshin Hero shows, and in, in Kamen Rider in particular, uh, that I like and love and value and that I think are, are beautiful messages for the world. And I I just want to keep talking about them. I want to keep thinking about them. I want to keep um, implementing them in my own life. But, you know, I have my spirituality for really causing transformation there. And... Uh, I thank God for that, and uh, yeah, that's something I'm going to continue doing, but I just thought as, I thought as, you know, I was exiting the, uh, well, anyway, I thought as things were changing in my life that maybe I could take a different approach, or maybe I could take a, a little bit wider view of the henshin heroes of tokusatsu, manga, and more, and uh, really take some time, set aside time to explore the things I want to explore, and not just sit through uh, an entire series of Kamen Rider that I don't necessarily have interest in. And this all kind of started back with Zio. Um, and uh, because I don't have a lot of time, I have to be very selective with the things I do. But I figure, you know, I'm just going to start something and I'm going to have it be a long, slow burn project. And I'll work through uh, everything as I can. And um, that's part of w why uh, Henshin Inspection exists. Uh, in addition to me wanting to really examine you know, why does this matter? Why do I care about henshin heroes? And why are they important to me? And to some extent, why are they important to the world? I think the stories of these characters, uh, the Kamen Rider, the Super Sentai in particular, Ultraman 2 probably, I mean, <laughs> given that it's a big thing in Japan, even though I haven't been exposed to it, so I just won't, I don't want to speak for it. Uh, 
the messages in these shows have such a great importance, especially for children to be seen and uh, even older people as well. And I just love how they wrap up uh, all this goodness, all this righteousness, all this justice in um, <laughs> in spandex and rubber in the spectacle that really draws you in and keeps your attention. So that's uh, that's pretty much why I'm doing this. And I think that's going to be it for now. The introductions might be over and it might be time to get into henching inspection proper. And I don't think... I'm, I've been kind of debating back and forth. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And uh, I think I might just surprise myself with how henchin inspection proceeds from here. Uh, and with that, I'm going to bid you farewell. I'm going to ask that you check out the rest of my work at mgmunios.com, that you uh, go ahead and start following, uh, subscribe to whatever uh, henchin inspection over at mgmunios.com slash hi. And the henchin inspection is going to be released in the week of January 25th, 2021 through January 29th, 2021, which is Monday through Friday there. And the 25th is the 83rd commemoration of Ishinomori's birthday. He died 23 years ago. Well, 23 years and two days, or how's that? He died on the 28th, so just a few days after his birthday in his 60th year. And so just after he had turned 60. And it's been 23 years since he's been gone. And yet uh his characters live on the, the legacy of his work uh, lives on and i talk more about that in another video maybe i'll link it here or the audio i can put in the post as well um but you know he's an inspiring figure i don't know much about his personal life but at least the work he was able to do and the things he was able to accomplish and you know as a aspiring author uh that's something i uh, aspire to as well but anyway um I hope that you'll check out my Celebrate Ishinomori initiative as well. Uh, all this week I'm going to be posting something, publishing something uh, specifically about uh, Ishinomori's works. Um, probably mostly uh, live action stuff, although there is a comic I'm going to be releasing over on Swing Through Comics, which again you can find at mgmunners.com slash stc, uh, or you can just search in the podcast uh, area. And really that's all I have to say for now. Um, I am working well. Yes, please come back for more Henshin Inspection. Uh, I've, I'm planning like a rapid release in the first week uh, of this week of this, uh, the Celebrate Ishinomori week uh, to um, just kind of in commemoration, this the, this man's work is what got me so interested in the Henshin Heroes. And I, uh, I feel like it's very fitting to start to launch Henshin Inspection at the same time I'm celebrating Ishinomori because in a way it is kind of a celebration of Ishinomori in and of itself. So again, uh, that's pretty much all I have to say. Go ahead and check the links on the website. I'd love that. Uh, I'm planning on publishing all my videos through Odyssey. I I'm not saying I won't publish them anywhere else, but Odyssey seems like a good place. seems like where uh, Ichimonji might have posted his, uh, you know, <laughs> his little uh, documentary video, video stuff if he were alive today. Um, it's a joke because he's like a photographer. Anyway, um, but anyway, yeah, so I'll be posting stuff to Odyssey. Everything will link back to mgmunios.com though, uh, even as I get potentially other domains because I think other domains could be fun to have linked back there. Like, anyway, I, I won't go over them, but um, anyway, over on Odyssey, you'll be able to find the video versions. Hopefully they'll never get taken down. Um, through you know, tech censorship or whatever, uh, and the 
the, I'm sorry, the videos will be over at Odyssey and then the audio will be at mgwinners.com. Um, although maybe I should start backing those up and get them moved over somewhere else private because uh, they are over on a place that sometimes censors things I hear. So anyway, I'd like to avoid that because I don't, uh, I think that's wrongous actually, not, not righteous at all. Anyway, uh, I've kept you for far too long. Thank you for your time, especially if you've stuck through to the end. And uh, I look forward to hearing comments from you as I explore uh, different henshin heroes and the henshin hero genre, I guess you could say, and um, examine it and add more thoughts and more ideas and more different perspectives on it as I uh, try to figure out exactly what it is about henshin heroes that's so amazing and so captivating and that has kept them alive for all these years. It might just be the toys. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, folks, that's all I have to say for now. Remember, you don't have to shout henshin to be a hero. And until next time, I bid you adieu.